0: This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hey, 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 Mindful
1: listeners. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with us. Listen, I wanna talk about something that is sort of near and dear to my heart, but it's near and dear to uh, different parts of my heart. Um, My practice for sure, uh, my family, because uh, they've been affected, but it's autoimmune diseases. there has been, in my opinion, an incredible rise of the diagnosis of autoimmune diseases across the board. And as you well know, I'm a naturopathic doctor. And as an naturopathic doctor, when when I think about autoimmunity, you know, I have to ask that question. Well, why is the immune system, our own immune system, attacking ourselves? And I want to bring on our guest right now because there's so much to talk about. She's a very interesting lady. I'm going to let her tell you about her journey, but we're going to be talking about absolutely 100% reversing autoimmune diseases. I want to bring on Miriam Henine. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. And I'm so happy to have you. So will you just tell my listeners, I mean, I know that you've had a 15-year career as an investigative journalist, and here we are talking about autoimmune diseases. Can you fill in that gap for me and my listeners?
2: Yes, it's a big gap. I think I've now been a, a journalist for two decades. I continue to be a journalist. What occurred was after directing and producing the film Vanishing of the Bees, which explores the global Uh bee disappearances around the world, that I, ironically, during an environmental film festival in the Dominican Republic, was exposed to fumigants. Uh Um, And then, ironically, when I went to, I lost all my strength a couple of months later. I I am quite active and couldn't even make up up the stairs without massive Mm. connective tissue pain and all over pain, and went to see an endocrinologist and thinking it was maybe my thyroid. I didn't know what I know today, and I was diagnosed with lupus and fibromyalgia. Uh-huh. Later, it occurred to me that I had been a that it was the chemicals, obviously. When I mentioned chemical body burden to the doctor, there was a blank. There of what are you talking about and here are some um you know here's some steroids some prednisone here's some cymbalta which i both refused and set off to reverse my condition and at that time i i crossed paths with michelle corey who has reversed her autoimmune and it was still a novel thought right because you're told that your body's attacking itself and and i'd like right. to mention that i think first and foremost it's we are run ninety five percent by our subconscious, and having these limited beliefs can have a huge impact. So sure. deleting that and believing that my body is not attacking itself, it's doing exactly what it needs to do, considering um, it's been it's been subjected to chemicals, and I also was a victim. I also had Epstein Barr virus, as you know, many people with autoimmune conditions have EBV. And that is part of it so uh, I first off believe that I could do it and it's taken six years and and I've reversed the ANA levels which were I think the range you may be able to tell me better that it's from zero to 60 mine were 640 my ANA levels and um, I've gotten them back to normal range
1: that's incredible and so listeners just for your edification Um, ANA, anti-nuclear antibody, right? So this means that when this is elevated, and especially as elevated as Miriam's were, um, you think about the nucleus, which is the powerhouse in every single cell in your body, getting attacked by antibodies. So fatigued, to say the least, and a myriad of other symptoms as well, when you've Mm -hmm. got an ANA, Mm -hmm. that's often an indicator uh, for autoimmune diseases. Not specific, but it definitely will be elevated and also I think what's really important what you said regarding Epstein-Barr virus you know I work with a lot of conventional doctors and people usually do not draw these titers and I'm a big mm-hmm. advocate of doing so because the argument that I hear on the conventional side is that everybody's been exposed and everybody's going to come up positive but mm-hmm. if you understand how mm-hmm. to read the immunology you can understand if there's certainly been a past infection, but also if there's an active infection. And if there's an active infection, what we want to know yeah. is how bad is it? Is the virus trumping your immune system? Do we need to really get antiviral support on board naturally, of course, as much as possible, and also then increase the immune system? So. What a journey there. So, and I, you know, I've read your article um, on Honey Colony called Six Ways to Reverse Your Autoimmune Disease, Despite What Your Doc Says. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about autoimmune disease reversal in your words?
2: Yes. So, you know, getting those ANA levels, I had done many things over those six years and would never, I was never able to get that number to budge, uh, bringing down the viral load feeling you know tending to my mitochondria doing a whole um, regime of of things in in conjunction to regain regain my vitality and um, and health and so of course i mean i still have multiple chemical sensitivities and i and i am You know, I tell people that I ironically have become an environmental indicator, like the honeybees, because I can walk into any environment and go, oh, gas leak, mold, um, toxic (laughs) fragrances, whatever the case may be. And we are seen as maybe freaks, but we're actually superheroes. We're on the front lines, like environmental indicators, alerting people that something in the environment isn't... um, isn't kosher, isn't, isn't healthy. And I believe that also my message is that after in the past 10 years since colony collapse disorder was first talked about, which is the phenomenon responsible for killing the bees, that we have become the bees. We're the ones that are slowly being poisoned. And it is really up to us to take our health into our own hands and become our own best health advocate
1: yeah, you know, I I couldn't agree with you more. I know people have heard me say many times that you know when you think about a PCP, right, your primary care provider. I think at the end of the mm. day, folks should primarily be in charge of providing care for themselves, and certainly we need helpful uh, con- you know doctors, whether it's from any system of medicine, but that that is really where the sweet spot is. I do the same thing with HMO. I think it should be a home maintenance organization. You know, it's like that, that is your HMO, you know? And then also I, I take it even a step further with health savings accounts. You know, people, you know, everybody has one, whether they know it or not, because it's like, are you putting deposits into your health every day or are they withdraws? And you all have, and so it, it's all about accounting once you kind of look at it that way, but it does place the power with the people Um, which I love. You know, I also want to say, too, based on, you know, what you've said, when I'm looking at an autoimmune disease from my perspective, um, and, you know, you've mentioned, obviously, from your work with the bees and understanding why they were perishing and knowing that there are um, environmental influences that can 100% Mm -hmm. completely contribute to um, this disease progression and also probably the etiology of the disease I always look at all of the contributing factors, and that's the because that's mm-hmm. the way that we can peel it back. Because I do think as well yeah. hey, there is um, value in all systems of medicine. And, you know, when you are prescribed the agents, the pharmaceutical agents that you were prescribed based on the diagnosis, it's very reductionistic. You were reduced to your diagnosis, yeah. and there's somewhat of a protocol, right? Uh, biologics or, um, you know, it's steroids. Label. Uh, it, it, sure. There isn't much creativity and there's not much thinking because the body, this beautiful body of ours, has this innate ability to heal. So let's just really think it through. Let's get in there. And if you look at all of the contributing factors and then you peel them away, that I, I'm sure, and as you said in your article, uh, especially with the environmental piece, um, is is a big part of it.
2: Yeah, well, Western medicine so what, compartmentalizes body parts and doesn't look at things like you're talking about a functional medicine approach i have been sure. uh, studying functional medicine and 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 uh, just officially part of the coaching so i'll be getting my certificate to kind of legitimize what i'm already doing but it's looking at you know also when you're looking at Epstein bar there's also a lot of copathogens a lot of times they're not seen by themselves a lot of times they hide behind biofilm and so you'll throw an antibiotic um, and you're only making the bugs stronger And so in a lot of these autoimmune conditions that I, I work with people I see the issue of biofilm it's not it's often that I see that the people have grown up on antibiotics and so their immune system is a little bit uh, has been taken a hit. Certainly I grew up taking antibiotics sure. and had to consider, the biofilm, because they're hiding behind there, and and that's a huge component that I don't think Western medicine considers the the fact that there's these co-pathogens and they live together like a family, and then that they protect themselves under this mucus creation um, and become stronger. Yeah.
0: more with dr holly lucille coming up but first i want to tell you about anxio from terry naturally vitamins terry naturally specializes in bringing european tested unique natural medicines and proprietary custom formulations to the american consumer so let me ask you this do you feel overwhelmed and anxious from time to time i know it we all do But I've got something you're going to like. It's called AnxioCalm, a supplement from Terry Naturally Vitamins. AnxioCalm is clinically studied to quiet your nerves and relieve your occasional anxiety. It enhances restful sleep, promotes mental health and emotional well-being. It's perfect for everyday use or occasionally when you need extra support. AnxioCalm is non-drowsy, non-addictive, and safe. It provides relief when you need it without drowsiness or mental fogginess. So, go to terrynaturallyvitamins.com and enter promo code STRESS to get $7 off your box of AnxioCom. That's terrynaturallyvitamins.com and enter promo code STRESS to get $7 off your box of AnxioCom. Now back to the Dr. Holly Lucille Show.
1: Because that's exactly what it is. It is this slimy film of bacteria that actually adheres to the surface and it protects the um, the invading species from being killed off by wh- whether it's an antibiotic and or even a natural antibiotic like oregano, etc. So um, I love that you use the word biofilm. I don't think it's ever been brought up on my podcast before. So you're the first, but oh, you wow. did it so eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hey, what are some common... Um, myths and misunderstandings that you have come across in your work
2: as far as autoimmunity or the bees
1: or or he, uh, as far, so far as autoimmunity yeah
2: well I would think that the number one that we touched upon is not believing that you can reverse the condition right so let's say right. um, as a someone who gives the interviews I, I've I've had people, experts, or in the health feed, so-called experts, say no, that's not true. They themselves, there was one uh, reporter who herself was was suffering from autoimmunity, but said, you know, just shoot away the possibility when she could benefit from it. So it shows how our own beliefs. Um, so as far as other myths, you know, thinking that taking a, a prednisone or a, a, a SSRI is going to heal anything. It's just a band-aid. And until you get to the root, because let's say, I'll give another example. Let's say someone suffers from cancer. They could have gotten cancer from a fungus or from virus or because they eat crap or because they've been exalted, uh, um, exposed to chemicals or a melange of all of those things creating a perfect storm. So again, it's so important to treat the individual from a personalized medicine point of view and to be thorough and get to the root and not just the band-aid. I hope that answers your question.
1: go. hundred percent. I think that's extremely, those are extremely important points because, and you know, I think to back up our side of this, the rationale, our bodies really do have this innate ability to heal. And mm-hmm. I've always thought mm-hmm. you don't have to once diagnosed with something, walk around, With that diagnosis you know and i think that i care little about diagnosis to be truthful certainly it allows us to have some sort of communication and and some some communication but i care about the mechanisms behind the diagnosis what did the body go through how are the tissues responding because Our body is so brilliant in the way that it always wants to compensate and try to get us back to good and try to get us back to balance. And if we could look at it much more comprehensively, instead of just the reductionistic way that uh, is displayed in the conventional Western medicine, I do think that people could be more on the cure path instead of, as you say, the Band-Aid path, and that um, not only would they be better off for it, um, the prevention of continued disease processes because you're not getting thoroughly to the root would also be uh, exacerbated.
2: Yeah, I'd like to also say that I've studied metabolomics and that is uh, looking for, so for instance, I think let's say a Dutch test would help you look at the metabolites. So understanding also how your body is processing certain things. You could be Low in progesterone and take progesterone, but then it's not, the pathways are not properly regulated and it's turning into something else. So also understanding that disease, if you break it down into this, is that you get sick because you're assaulted with, with toxins or your, your body's being compromised by stress at a rate that's faster than your body can keep up, or for whatever reason, you are not Um, getting the nutrition, whether it's from because you're eating a crappy diet or because you're suffering from malabsorption, or if there's something else that's contending with why it's not something is not metabolizing in the proper way. So I have been looking in my life right now, I, I underwent a massive amount of stress because of the politics of selling CBD oil from industrialized hemp. And what occurred, I think, is that I've been waking up several times in the night, and so it's therefore—is it like, is it overactive bladder? Is it a nocturia? Is it, is it something's wrong with the HPA axis? It's definitely not. Here's Ambien. It's it's right. not here's a pill. It's really it's getting so minute into the minutia of what are the variability, what what are the variables, and knowing what questions to ask. So. I'm a coach. I'm not a doctor. I've been working with, with several people because I'm in this community. So, for instance, someone suggested to check my copper and zinc levels. Well, it turned out mm-hmm. that I have a copper um, Toxic. dominant, and, so yeah. he, and my zinc levels were 50. So they were below the, the norm. So he said right there, this is messing up your neurotransmitters. There's this dominance. We have to regulate that. How, you know That's so in the minutiae. Is a, is a Western medicine doctor going to say, "Well, you you need a little zinc"? No, um, they they don't get that. When I even said I, I'm getting injections of magnesium, again, blank stare as to wh- why I would sure. I would do that to help with my muscles and recovery. Sure.
1: Yeah. Well, not to mention that magnesium is the number one deficient nutrient yeah. across the board in in the United States, at least. But um, it, you're talking about identifying and treating the cause. Um, and ex- yeah. absolutely getting into that minutiae and being very comprehensive in the approach of why somebody presents clinically and certainly when it comes to somebody who's been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Um, do you think though, you know, in talking about this, that things have changed in the medical community since you began your journey? well i I,
2: I think so, maybe, but but, I, I I recently went to my endocrinologist, and I I'm the one I go to them, and I'm like, I want these tests. I'm just calling the shots. I had asked the endocrinologist, I want to check my adrenals. How can you do my blood test and not? And they didn't check for my adrenals, or they don't te- check for the proper biomarkers when it looks when it comes to the uh, thyroid. So they still doctors still get what less than 25 hours of nutrition. Education over a four-year period, there is still there's still a lot that 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 needs to happen. I think that there definitely is an, an awakening, and it, they they have to awaken. the The Western medicine system is archaic; it's archaic, and it serves its purpose. Uh, I believe, you know, you can take a pharmaceutical if you know that the lar- this is part of a larger plan. This is, let's say, for instance, with sleep. But Let, Let's say, and I'm not saying to take an Ambien, but you can take something like Feniboot, which is a GABA derivative, and it, it, you can get addicted to it. But let's say you're desperate. You need the sleep to heal. It becomes a vicious cycle. So as long as you have a bigger strategy and you know that you're tackling and working with someone that is thorough and asking the right questions, and I think that's where my investigative skills come in handy because I can connect the dots and ask
1: the right questions. Right, you're right. Yep. And you know, I think also, and I have said it before, value in all systems of medicine, especially with conventional medicine being reductionistic in its view, it's wonderful Mm -hmm. for acute care situations. It's for trauma, you know, it's like, I, please don't send anybody who's gotten a motorcycle accident to me right away, go, you have to go, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and, and get that type of reduced care, uh, not reduced, but reductionistic care I've gotten in a motorcycle accident myself and I certainly wanted to be transported to the ER um, and uh, you know, having surgery, I wanted to, you know, that orthopedic surgeon to focus right on my knee. Um, but when, when things like autoimmune diseases that are so rich in their uh, reasons for manifesting, you have to have this and well, and getting oh, worse and worse. And I do think, yeah. as you mentioned, the environmental influence, um, on that is, is pretty profound. So when, when you, you took you si- six years, you decreased your ANA significantly. For the listeners, give me just some bullet yeah. points. I mean, you've mentioned them in our conversation, but some bullet points about now looking back what you actually did.
2: Yes, yes. W- well, so I, I, I have written an ebook about how I reversed my autoimmune, but some things that I did, for instance, was do glutathione IV, which I think was huge in um, in helping me detox and get rid of the chemical body burden. I am a huge, huge fan of coffee enemas, huge fan. I think that was a very significant and easy thing that I did to take control into my own hands to actively detox in a in a gentle way because I see that a lot of people that I work with may be doing all the right things but they don't realize that they have to get rid of the, if it is a chemical burden uh, of some sort, that they also have to detox. So coffee, coffee enemas, um, which helps with the glutathione production, and glutathione IV, CBD oil was, was huge uh, for me, molecular hydrogen, which is the smallest antioxidant. And some of these are, are products that, because they've helped me, I offer them on honey colony, um, because the goal is to empower people. So molecular hydrogen is a you know a pretty inexpensive way to nourish the cells and to deal with oxidative stress and to help get get energy, um, which is something you you know you drink it on an empty stomach once or twice a day and and then it's it it helps. And I, so I think it's working with someone. I also did a metabolomics test so that I could see. How I've improved uh, over the, over a year, and that's a, a blood test that looks at the metabolites. So I think a conjunction of working with someone that's that's helped me, and and uh, to keep you accountable, for instance, that that helps as well to encourage you. Diet. Yeah. Let's not forget about diet. Oh
1: no! Huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's Foundational huge.
2: and. Uh, yeah it's foundational I've always eaten well I think what's changed lately is that in the past two years for me and and it's all personal as well um, is that I follow a ketogenic diet and and getting rid of the grains altogether made a huge impact on my uh, cognitive skills and my my joint pain so initially of course I had already not been eating gluten for a long time and dairy and sugar but then Maybe seven years ago, uh, it was introduced to me that it might be beneficial to to remove all grains, and I think it's baby steps, making it realistic. So I didn't want to give up my rice and quinoa, and <laughs> and now I'm I'm quite happy without sugar. So I moderate even you know the fruits that I that I put into my system. I hadn't ha- I haven't had a banana in two years after eating bananas yeah. every day for my all my life, you know.
1: Yeah, well, the metabolic research is there. So, well, this is incredible, and I'm so glad that you're out there being an advocate. And for the listeners, what she mentioned on her website is honeycolony.com. Tons of resources there. Uh, you can also find out the article that I was talking about: six ways to reverse your autoimmune disease despite what your doctor says. So, Miriam, in wrapping mm-hmm. up here, uh, what a couple yeah. questions. What do you think is the most important piece of advice for our listeners? And then. Anything else you want to end with?
2: To believe that you can heal and to know that the body is amazing. So I think, again, it's quite damaging when you tell someone that your body's attacking itself, because then you're like, what the F, my, if I can't trust my own body, who am I going to trust, right? And that was, that was huge. Believing you can, you can heal and really looking at diet because it's it seems that to me it's the first it's people have the most resistance and yet it's the most powerful thing that can give you some relief and give you an edge so yeah I would say that and then to buzz on by to Honey Colony which is a magazine and a marketplace like I said aimed at empowering you and and check out Vanishing of the Bees it's narrated by Ellen Page It still stands the test of time. Usually docs have a shelf life, and I tell people this movie is still alive because, unfortunately, bees are still dying.
1: Yeah, that's true. Wonderful work. There you have it, Miriam Hennine. Thank you so much for your documentary, your journalist skills, you being a patient advocate and now soon to be a certified functional medicine health coach. So welcome to the tribe. We'll keep on working together and reversing all sorts of diseases that people don't think is possible. So you mindful listeners, we'll see you next time.